Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Shindelay, aka Shindelay the Esthetician, and I'm so excited to have you guys here today. Guys, pull up a seat, pull up a chair. You're going to want to soak this up. I'm so excited for my amazing guest. Um, she is just incredible. She has been in the beauty industry for quite some time, and she actually has an, a, a well-product brand, and I want to have her come on and just chat with you guys about it. So without further ado, thank you so much for coming on the show. This is Hannah. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> yes, of course. Hannah, I'm so excited to have you here. So first, I just want to get a couple introductions out of the gate so that people know who you are um, yes. and kind of why I wanted to have you on. So you actually have a Well CBD type brand currently. Is that right. my understanding? Yeah. And I just launched my non-CBD products in November. But yes, it's called Well Products with the brand as well. Well products, the brand as well. And so you have CBD infused products, and then you also have products that are not including CBD. Right, right. So I, I call it the Rose Gold Collection and then the Emerald Collection with the CBD. And uh, the Rose Gold Collection, I say, are fun, flirty products for grownups because it's not like that super fragrant from bath, Bed Bath & Be uh, or Bath & Body Works, but it's mm -hmm. more you know, for, for the, the marketplace that we're in. That makes sense entirely. So somebody who's looking for something that's a little sultry, sexy type energy. Yes. Yes. Good. Okay. That's fun. Well, congratulations. That's Thank huge. Thank you. Thank yes. you so much. That must so, feel like so like um, incredible to be able to accomplish so much so far. Yeah. Well, so I like you, as you mentioned, I've been in the industry for a long time. It's going to be about 17 years. The brand is going to be five years old in August, but I launched a lot of brands that have now been bought by like multi-billion dollar Estee Lauder L'Oreal. So I originally got my start in 2006 when I launched uh, the company Revitalash out of my living room. Do you know what oh, Revitalash wow. is? Yes, I do. Who does it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the doctor who invented it um, lives in the same little beach town that I live in. And I heard about this product that he was making for his wife and her friends and um, tracked him down. I had my own marketing company uh, then that oh. had nothing to do with beauty. I had no idea what I was doing. And um, and I convinced him to make it into a product and I launched it out of my living room. And I was a single mom with- Oh a, my gosh, that is yeah, with crazy. Four-year-old who was making forts out of USPS boxes. And <laughs> like I literally had no idea what I was doing, but um, I just kept going and- Six years later, um, I, we were in 69 countries and 1,400 locations domestically, and we had the biggest booth, the trade show, and all the things. Oh, my and God. Then, yeah, and then after that, I owned a distribution company, and um, what I found, um, which most Estes um, don't know because they haven't been around this long, but I have. <laughs> so <laughs> after the recession of 2008, like before the recession, it was like like trade shows were so different. Like they just used to play Enya or literally there would be someone playing a harp. I'm not freaking joking. No. Okay. Like that's how <laughs> the industry was. Okay. So when it came to selling products, they were like, no, we're all about the experience. We do not mm -hmm. sell products. Right. Well, then the recession happened and it got rid of all that old thinking because all those big, you know, regional manager salaries had to be eliminated. So all those people yep. were gone. So then you had people like 
uh, Lisa from Live Love Spa, me, um, Michael from Circadia, uh, Paul, who now owns Creative Juice, he at the time owned Salt of the Earth. We were like the kids that people used to tell us to be quiet because we were too loud. And so when we were all, I swear to you, I have so many stories. I could tell you like exact examples of me and Michael being at IECSC um, (laughs) in in New York in March of 2007 and people telling us to go back to our booth because we were laughing too loud. Like it's crazy. Yeah. That's so wild. We're interrupting the heart Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right. So, so anyway, so there's a whole change in the industry, which was super exciting. It gave us room to grow and you can see what's happened since. Right. Yeah. And so, um, uh, in my distribution company, uh, of course, because I came from Revitalash and no one knew who I was, I came from nothing. They were like, who is this girl? Cause I'm six foot tall, curly black hair. I laugh extremely loud. Yeah. You're me. a vibe. You're yeah, fine. I'm a, I, I, you, you see me coming, you know? And so they were like, okay, this girl just came out of nowhere and just did all the things. And so people knew who I was and I started speaking and things like that. And plus I had invented a whole new category. There was no eyelash category, right? So um, I met all these cool people who had invented these really cool products, but had no idea what to do with them. So what I decided was I was going to start a distribution company that helped a retail um, spas bring in retail. It could be incorporated in the back bar, but didn't have to be. Okay. So I just wanted it to easily, because I knew like selling was just so weird for Estes, you know, and um, spas in general. So I launched all these products. So have you ever heard of Glam Glow? Yes, I have. Okay. I launched Glam Glow. Um, They were one little skew and the husband worked for bliss spa and the wife was a paralegal and um we launched them out of their house and one year later they became the number one selling skew in sephora in all the world yes with super mud the white box so that was launched after i took over so the they had the black one and that was it so yeah and they didn't even have the black one like they they had not released it it was a neiman marcus one neiman marcus store because he was friends with the buyer Wow. He was, he was Neiman Marcus esthetician. So he was <laughs> like, I'll take your one little product and put it on the shelf. <laughs> so we just ran with it. And um, and so we launched that. And so we launched that one. We launched Marula Oils, Smile Actives, um, Luminous, which has wow. all kinds of new products um, that are really cool. Then we also launched um, the retail side of Kaplan MD, Spa Ritual. And then we were um, we did Jindilly. Um, and all kinds, all kinds. And then, wow. um, yes, yeah, so that was really crazy. I had this 43,000 square foot building and like 87 employees and it got out of hand. But what happened was, if you remember, I'm doing a whole history lesson. Sorry. I love it. <laughs> like this, I'm like on the edge of my seat right now. <laughs> so in 2018, remember it was like, no, Yes, 2018, everything was indie brands, indie brands, right? So this mm-hmm. is like the Jeffree Star era. Okay, yes. we're all we're all remember this, okay? Yes, we do. Everything was about what was hot on Instagram and they were called indie brands. Well, then all the huge companies decided to be like in a race to buy up as many indie brands as possible. Okay. So literally in one week, eight of my 12 brands were bought from underneath me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I went out of business in one week. 
Now, the good news was, was that I had a giant warehouse full of inventory and then I had, they were, they let me order one more time. So I essentially mortgaged the house for that one more time so that I could see how long I could last. Cause my whole thought was I'll find new brands, right? Yeah. Because you go into panic mode. You're not really you, like, of course, through, right? So you're like, this is what I got. I've got the rent of a 43,000 square foot building. Girl. One who's opened their own place. It's like by the square foot is what you pay, right? I have 87 employees. Like you can imagine the stress. So then I was like, I'm going to find a CBD brand because, you know, the CBD is like the hot new. And I'm always bringing the hot new thing. Always. That's like what I do. Right. So um, I started looking for a brand. I'm like, are you guys making this in the tub of your mom's house? Like, what is happening? You know what <laughs> like, I mean? where is this shit it's from? It's crazy, right? And so <laughs> then if it was a legit company, they only made like dispensary stuff. So for our professionals, I was like, where's your test to show the ingredients are clean? They're like, we don't have any because it has butane in it because <laughs> the extraction process, I'm like, holy. So finally I was like, never mind. I'll just make my own brand, which of course you can imagine for you know, 10, 12 years, everyone's like, why don't you just make your own brand? Like, why do you keep making everybody else rich? You know? And I'm like, I'm not a maker, you know? Yeah. And honestly, to this day, I'll tell you, I am not a maker. Like, this is not the life for me. Okay. Really? <laughs> Watcher. <laughs> and it's okay to say that. Yeah, no, I swear to you, like, it's okay to say, like, I don't like this, you know, or I'm not good at this. Right. Wow. And, um, and so anyways, we'll, we'll go back to that. But so I decided to make it, okay? And I'm going to tell you how I started this because I swear to you, like everyone else can take lessons from this, okay? Okay. So I decided June 17th that I was going to start a new brand and launch it August 1st. Yay! Okay? <laughs> and I was like, I am going to work day and night. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to do all the things. And... The reason why I wanted to start August 1st, because Lisa from Live Love Spa was launching the very first annual wellness month. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to jump on board this train because I know like Live Love Spa does so much marketing Yeah. and CBD was so cool to talk about, you know, because no one had it yet. This is 2018. It wasn't even really legal yet, you know, right. it wasn't illegal, but it wasn't legal. Like I couldn't get insurance. Like we were it. getting it clear. <laughs> we knew by the end of the year, like the farm bill would be passed. So I was like, I'm going first. And there's no, I, I remember thinking to myself, if someone does this first, I'm so pissed. Like, yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? this was my idea. Yeah, right. So, and people were talking. I could hear rumbles, and I'm like, no, I knew nobody could do it faster than me. Yeah. So, um, so I launched August first. It was not perfect. I promise you, it was like Wait, many. So you launched your gold date. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, I am just like mouth is on I the floor right now, it. Hannah. No, no, I've revised it. Like you can launch without being perfect. It just has to be good enough. Okay. So, and where did I get the, where did I get the name? I was like, and, and we, again, we can go into this too. I teach classes on this. It doesn't matter what your name is. Like just, it's all about the marketing. Okay. Mm. And so here wellness was becoming this huge word and everybody was starting to use it instead of the beauty industry. We're now going to be called the wellness industry. And 
wellness was this whole thing. And this was pre-COVID. We were already getting into it now, post-COVID, like it's all you hear, right? So right. And then Lisa was <laughs> launching Wellness Month. And I was like, I'm just gonna call it well. And that's what I did. Girl, <laughs> yes. Because it was all, shorter than wellness, you know. Yeah, I like it because it's like it tells you what we're doing. Like yeah. you're going to be you're well. To this be is well. leading towards wellness. Like yeah, you're balancing. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and and you never want to be too specific about what it is, right? Okay. So so for instance, like hydropeptide. I'm I've been friends with hydropeptide when before they were hydropeptide, they were called April Rain. Stop, because I am I, so obsessed with hydropeptide and that is- So am I, so am I. like don't get me started. And so I've, I've been through the whole, like like the whole thing with them. And um, when, you're a, when you're a manufacturer, when you're a vendor and everything, you, you share secrets with each other. You become very good friends. And also we all go to the same shows. So sometimes we see our, each other more than we see our families. Yeah, like, for sure. This is one of the owners. When he's at a show and his wife can't find him, he's not answering the phone, she calls me. She's <laughs> like, do you know where Chris is? Because my child, my son just bumped his head. I'm like, yep, I see, I see him. Let me go get him. Like, <laughs> he's right here. No, I swear. Like, it's like 16, 17 years together. This is what happens. So, um, so anyway, so wow. I launched, it was not perfect, but mm -hmm. I had created a reputation for myself in the industry that one, I'm first Two, I come up with some good shit and yeah, I stand by my word. You know what I mean? Wow. And, mm -hmm. and it's so funny. I remember <laughs> several, especially men, which is really funny. Um, that it was all men. Now that I think about it, that asked me this, they were like, how do you get this stuff? <laughs> Wow. You have to be open to it. You have to be like, you just have to like be open to the stuff, you know? Yeah. And, and, you, and then you'll weed through and you don't have to like everything. And you know what I mean? Like it just happens. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. But if you do it enough times, like, you know, I mean, I was known as the kingmaker because um, eight of eight, those eight brands I oh, told you about. Yeah, yeah, your brains were Lampo's sold for $250 million. I'm not giving away secrets. It's a publicly owned company, Estee Lauder. Yeah. You know, Smile Actives got sold to Guthy Ranker. You probably see them in all the infomercials. Yes, um, we do. Yeah, Marula Oil got sold to um, Paul Mitchell. Mm -hmm. You know, I had some wow. that were sold to L'Oreal, you know. That's Remember, this incredible. is the same week that when they all got sold, it was the same week Claire Sonic got bought by L'Oreal. So it was, it was a whole a disruption. Yeah. So anyways, so that's what I did. So I launched, I was not perfect, but it was great. And I have adjusted it many times, but so small that like no one would know, but me, you know, mm -hmm. um, and um, the very first week because of my reputation, I mean, cause I'm also like, like for instance, someone said, Hey, Hannah, this bottle is cracked that I, I just got delivered. I'm like, I'm sending you a new one. And they're like, okay, do you want to send it back? I'm like, no, it costs me more for you to send it back. They're like, okay. Yeah. And I don't make them send me pictures and fill out a freaking return form. Like, like that's not what people were used service. to in the industry when they're totally. having to go through all of those loops. So, totally. wow. And they know they can Instagram me personally. And I always answer them, which happens all the time. I mean, that's how we met, right? I know. So, <laughs> well, we met at the gala, but we met, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I, everybody knew that they knew that they could take a chance on me and if they didn't like it, they could return it or whatever. Right. So the very first week I launched, I was in 112 spots. Yeah. 
So it's like, oh, I guess this is going to be a real thing. Like this is working. This is good. <laughs> I guess I did it. I guess yeah. I am a maker. <laughs> so imagine, so I launched, so I essentially lost my business. All those brands got bought in February, 2018. I launched August 1st. So as this company well is taking off, I'm closing down my other company. Wow. How do so, you deal with the emotional like roller coaster of I all went of to that? the bathroom and threw up several times a day. I'm not joking. <laughs> like I literally, that's what I did. I would check my bank account, like, because you know, it, it, I knew there was money coming in because I had all this product and everything, but it's all cash flow. Yes. Like people pay when they feel like paying sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, because mm -hmm. I have a lot of resorts and they're on these 30-day nets and stuff. But the payroll was twice a week. And yeah. I was like, I do not mess with people's money, you know? Right. So I stopped paying myself in February and didn't pay myself the whole year. And then um, so I could get through payroll. And then, yeah. So I, I tell a whole story about it on my blog um, because everyone, of course, is like, what happened to Aesthetic Ambassadors? It was like this huge company. Where What happened to it? Because they still saw me constantly all the time because I was like, launching. So what happened? <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like they were like, she's still there. What happened to the company? So I finally, because I also... You know, what we post on Instagram or TikTok or anything is so cute and so pretty and, oh, the world is so great. And I said, you know what? This is, like, not fair. I'm like, I'm not going to stop doing it. <laughs> but, like, yes. but it's not fair for people who are struggling to think that I'm not struggling. So I wrote this huge blog and I was like, let me tell you about my year. And I talked about going to the bathroom and throwing up because I wasn't sure if I was going to make payroll and then putting on my happy face and being like, hey, guys, everything's good, you know, because I had to support my team, you know. So, yeah, so mm -hmm. it, it was yeah. Anyways, there's the history lesson. And before wow, I that is so amazing. Yeah. Hannah, I'm gonna tell you I did not know your full story like that. Girl. No, no, I haven't even told you about when I was in radio and ran nightclubs for nine years. That's a whole other story. See. Wait, so okay, let's back up because I don't know if you know in a past life I was a DJ. So I we're we're there. We're there. You would have been, I would have hired you first for my nightclubs because to me. <laughs> Female DJs were so hot. They're the vibe, right? Dude, they're so cool. So, I like, I is I'm you would have been my my you would have been. We would have been. Yep, we would have been day one. Hundred percent. Sure. Yeah. No, I was in radio for nine years. I was the I ended up becoming the marketing director for twenty radio stations in uh, Southern California, and then I at the time was watching all these promoters promote clubs and all they're trying to do is get laid and, and like have free drinks and like new yeah. Coke in the bathroom. And I'm like, this <laughs> like, this is so much money. You know what I mean? Like, you guys are screwing it up. So I went to all these different club owners and I was like, you know me, I'm a business person, you know, like I don't even drink. And so they were, I'm like, you know how I am and all this stuff. I go, let me take over the night. Like, don't worry about it. And they're all, yeah, that's fine. Cause they were all ready to get rid of these guys all the time anyways. Cause yeah. they were such and so I ended up, you know, the word spread and they were like, she brings in all this money and she's no drama. And so I was all about my cash. Dude, it sounds like not only are you all about your cash, but you're yeah. all about like utilizing your connections too. Yeah. Like you, it sounds like you're leaving such a positive footprint so that when people hear about you or maybe they don't know you per se, but they've heard about you, they know what work ethic comes with working yes. with you. And so yeah. it's like perfect example of like your reputation precedes you. 
like a hundred percent. What do you think was a big catalyst in you building your reputation? Because I mean, when you're walking into those kind of stuffier trade shows, yeah. it takes a lot to carve that out for people to take you serious. Yeah. So, okay. So <laughs> you could do this two ways. Okay. So I have okay. lots of tricks. Let me tell you my tricks. Okay. So in the, in this industry, we're surrounded by women and you have women. We are naturally guarded. Yeah. Okay. About any new women coming in a lot less than it used to be, but it still happens. Mm -hmm. And just have to smile your way through the wall and just be nice and make yourself say hi. So I was telling my fiance the other day, I said, yeah, my trick is, is that when I walk into a room and it's filled with people and I'm like, oh, I don't see my people do what happens is you automatically do this. We, as women, we do this thing where, because we're always holding our phone in our hand where we like look down our phone. We're not looking at anything. We're like trying to figure out what to do right now, right? It's the screensaver of my cat. (laughs) Okay. We're just trying to figure out because we're uncomfortable. We like, we come back, right? So (laughs) what I always do is when I walk into a room, I walk and you cannot, you have to have like a smile, like, like, oh, this is so fun. Like, I don't care how scared you are. Just like, (laughs) because that's everyone's first impression because everyone walks, looks at whoever just walked in. you head straight to the bar because then you'll have walked through the room. And if there's a bar right here, don't be a cheater. If there's a bar in the back, go to the back (laughs) and walk through the room. You'll most likely find someone that, you know, so it'll get you through that moment. But if not, you get to the bar, you stand in line, you automatically talking, start talking to whoever's in line at the bar also. Mm-hmm. So that kind of breaks it, but you also give yourself another moment to look for friends. Like, where are they? You know what I mean? Where's like my people, <laughs> but the presence that you're making in the room is solid. It's a boss. You know what I mean? And so yeah. you don't look timid. So then people aren't timid about approaching you, okay. you know? And then when you're smiling and it's not like, <laughs> it's like, oh, this is so nice. Yeah, this is so nice. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm like, happy to be here. Yeah. Like, like oh, everybody looks oh, so nice. You I know, think. that's kind of like the vibe, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then it gets you through that first moment. Okay. Okay. If you're walking through a crowd, you stand up straight and you walk with your head up. Do not be looking at stuff. Feel free to look around, but you are creating a presence in the room, a silent presence, and people can feel your vibe, you know? Yeah, they can. Now, I'm going to say this because this, this is my soapbox. Do not ever lean when you're taking a picture, okay? Oh. Everybody leans, okay? Yeah, I love a good lean. Okay, don't lean. Don't lean. We're not leaning. No. Okay, so next time, I want you, when you're with anyone... Take a picture of yourselves when you're leaning into each other, like, or if you're leaning into your friend, or if you're standing up straight. Okay. Okay. You come, you look so powerful in this picture, and that's what's being posted. Mm, okay. Okay. So you look like the one. I promise you, like, take this trick and see what happens in the next five to 10 pictures. You will look like everyone's trying to be next to you. Oh my gosh, that is so interesting. Because everyone 
else automatically leans. So I don't care if you're in the middle or if you're like towards the end, just straight. Just straight. And everyone looks like you look like the most interesting person in the picture. Wow. Okay. And that's, that's called self-branding, my friend, because everyone posts their pictures. And so those, that's mm -hmm. the, the image you're giving out. And then, um, when, uh, what was the other thing I was going to tell you? Um, yeah, the presence, you have to have the presence. The you got to have a good presence. You just, yeah. you know, you got to give that good, like, yeah, yeah I'm and someone just, that you might want to know or right. and if then, you do meet me, it's a good interaction. Yeah. Like if you're like, you're welcome. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, like I'm a very goofy, like I'm silly, you know, and I love hard and I love to laugh and joke mm -hmm. around. Like I'm always playing jokes on people. Like, you know, Boldajar that owns Eminence. Yeah. I, I have my own Eminence apron I had made and I stand in his, his <laughs> show booth and I tell everyone that it's jam and then it's great on toast. And he's like, get out of my booth. But everyone knows what I'm doing, you know? So I'm yeah. silly, you know, I'm silly, but you don't know that about me. Why would you, right? And so like once, people are talking or you're talking to someone else, just be nice. You know, just like, mm -hmm. even if you're like so shy, like just be nice, just be yourself. Because when people get to know me, they're like, oh, you're so different than I thought you would be. I'm like, yeah, because I don't lean. Because <laughs> I'm not looking at my phone. Yeah. <laughs> That's so so it's funny. a double. You know, and then what happens is people automatically want to work with you. They automatically want to refer business. They automatically. And also just tell people, like, if you messed up, you know, and then all guards come down. Mm. Like, like, you know, like this morning when I was like, yeah. how much time? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to put you in my calendar. I'm like, I, I was like, oh, my gosh. You I know? gave her a panic well, attack this early in the no, morning. No, it was, and it was my fault. I didn't put it in my calendar, you know, so. So it's just one of those things. You just say it, you know, and then everyone's like, oh, that she's easy to work with. She's easy to be friends with. She's easy to refer business to, you know, and that mm -hmm. kind of, you know, those are my, my words of wisdom. They're great and wise words. I will tell you this for sure. It's definitely somebody's finding some value from that. Um, real quick, if you guys are liking the episode so far with Hannah, make sure you guys are checking out her website. Um, yeah. Hannah, what's the website that they can go to? It's, it's Wealth Products Inc. Inc. But then um, you can also check out my Instagram is um, at Hannah Marie Duncan, exactly like my name is spelled out. Um, that's HannahMarieDuncan.com, Hannah Marie Duncan on Instagram and also on TikTok. Just in case you're following along and you're like, okay, now I need to literally, if you're listening and you're not watching like the YouTube video, um, which you should be, um, but if you're driving or something in your car, I'll give you a pass. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you want to like put a face to the voice and kind of wonder like, who is this mega superstar who's actually like knocking down doors, Hannah, <laughs> go over to our Instagram and make sure you guys give her a follow. Um, Hannah, I'm curious. So did you feel like coming into the industry, you had any challenges as like a woman boss mm -hmm. in oh, the yeah. beauty industry? Just because, I mean, we sell to women. It's kind of sad, actually, how much this is still a stigma um, mm -hmm. in the community. What do you feel like is helping you break down that um, that wall? You have to be supportive of other women. And then when other women see that, then they want to be supportive of you. You know, mm -hmm. there's so many people 
back then, I won't even talk about back then because it was such a different time, right? So right now, when you are promoting other women and not asking anything of yourself, like for instance, if, if um, you know, you were to share that your audience were to share this podcast, right? And be like, oh, this is such a great, you know, podcast. Listen, I loved it, whatever, you know, um, then that's being supportive. If you are um, reposting someone's Instagram post, that's being supportive. But it's not like we go, oh, she supports other women. It's But it's something intrinsically inside of us that we just feel like she supports other women. She's, you know, she, she's passing the torch, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that really um, breaks down a lot of walls. The other thing is, is that when, when you are just so yourself, like you said, a, a vibe, right? Yeah. People feel it, right? They, you're not putting on airs. You're not trying to make everything so wonderful all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, there's times that we do, right? If I'm brunching with my girls, there are some highly filtered pictures happening. Yes. <laughs> a trade show, I look like I've been at that trade show for 10 hours. You know what I mean? Like it just, whatever, right? You know, but when, when you're so just being yourself, people feel it. When you're putting up a front, Mm-hmm. people feel it. Yeah, it's they do. Like you put up a wall, like this invisible wall. So I had this um, person that I did business with before. And it was so funny because she would try so hard to um, seem like she was nice, right? And seem like she was friendly. But she would literally say to me and anybody who would listen after a couple of glasses of wine, yeah, I hate people. <laughs> oh my God. Like, like quiet, what are you doing? You here? know, like she just she's like, I just hate people. And people sometimes they just do, right? Like yeah. and I don't understand them, but I hear this, you know. And and but people knew that. So it didn't matter how nice she was in public, it didn't matter like that she was funny or that mm-hmm. she was like best person to pick your wine at dinner, you know, like what she was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> didn't want to ever be around her. You know what yeah. I mean? So the energy didn't feel right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was fine, but I don't need to be around her again. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that was a good experience. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's fine. If she's sitting at the table, I just no, no hurt. Doesn't hurt anybody, but no, thank you. <laughs> That's so, so do you feel like there are people that you have learned to um, transition away from just oh, in general and it's helped yes. you grow? Yes. Okay. Listen, I'm 46 years old. It is no joke what they say about like the each, each generation, how 30 is easier and then 40s, you just don't care. Like there's <laughs> a reason why like once you're in your 40s, like they say you're in your prime, like it's the best time of your life. I can promise you it is the best time of my life. Like I'm having more fun because it's just such a weight off your shoulders to realize that you don't care. You know, it's really funny. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you a couple of tricks though, because not everybody is forties like me. So we haven't reached that point yet. So I'm going to, I'm going to share with you a couple of tricks. Okay. Whenever you're worried about what someone thinks, I want you to look at what that person is doing. Oh, okay. So if someone has an opinion about the way you're running your spa or your social media or anything like that, I want you to look at what they're doing. 
Is their social media media fabulous? Do you wish your page looked like theirs? Uh, is their spa like having so much success, like they can't even keep up? Yeah. Like, because if not, then shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut the hell up. You know yeah. what I mean? It's Absolutely. always the people not doing something that are going to rain on your parade. Ooh, right? Girl. Once you realize that, it it totally takes away their power of their opinion. Okay? Wow, because yeah. if you let that set, it, it starts self-doubt. Mm-hmm. You know? So the first thing I want you to do is say, like, because I bet you, like, if you had anyone ever tell you something negative, they probably weren't even in the industry. Girl, they're not. I'm like, okay. What are you talking about? <laughs> the last person that told, so they have no idea, right? They're probably not doing their own thing, right? The person I'm telling you in my life who has the most opinion about what I'm doing is one miserable, a miserable human being, but two is a total corporate person. Okay. That is fine. That's fine for them. But that means they do not understand. Yeah right? Yeah. And they don't have the same goals. They don't have the same dreams. Happy to them is not what is happy to me. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so when I walked away from Aesthetic Ambassadors, which was the name of my distribution company, when I walked away from Revitalash, I made so much freaking money when I worked at Revitalash. It's a crime how much money I made, okay? Yeah. But I was miserable, miserable. Yeah. Okay. For all kinds of reasons, but I was miserable. And I was like, I, I cannot keep waking up feeling like I was in a fight all night long, you know? (laughs) So of course I was at the top of my game and everyone was like, what are you doing? This is the worst decision you've ever made and blah, blah. But then I started aesthetic ambassadors and then I was making another ridiculous amount of money and getting even more accolades. And I started speaking more and all this stuff. But if I had listened to these people that had all these opinions, I would have never done it. Yeah. So, and look at, I listened to them when they said to create a product and I don't even like creating products. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't like, I don't like the operations. I found that I'm not good at operations. I'm not good at. What do you do with that? Do you have somebody who does that then? Yes. So, um, so I had, um, you know, it's not like I'm making this stuff in my kitchen. Like even when I first started, you know, um, I had a small manufacturer. I live near LA. Mm-hmm. And so I had that. And then when I grew and then I got into other countries, then I moved it all to um, to uh, the East Coast and so much bigger facility. And I put someone else in charge. You know what I mean? And, and I'm on a rant about not liking it today because we're having supply issues. <laughs> I'm like, that's you know, if like I have to work a 16 hour day, like that's something I can control. But I can control when a freaking boat is stuck on its way here from China with my bottles. You know There's nothing I mean? you can do about there's something in me that just goes crazy so um <laughs> so yeah that's why i'm on a current rant today but anyway um so yeah so it's just one of those things but but yeah you have to just realize like just do that trick for me like if yeah has any negative thought or has something to say to you <laughs> the last person that said told me that that's not how you run a business I'm like, you don't have a job. Shut up. <laughs> Please like, don't get tell me. A job and then tell me how am I supposed to run my business? Never mind, you've never owned a business. So whatever. You know what I mean? So well, just yeah. think about it that way because I promise you, anyone who's doing good only wants to help the next person. 
Yeah. Okay. Now going, circling back to your woman question and conversation, women do that. Men do not. Okay. Men do not help other men, period. End of story. My ball. I'm running with my own ball. No, thank you. Okay. Yeah. I can tell you about all men in this industry and all men do not. It doesn't mean they don't support women because they do. They Mm -hmm. have to. They have to. We've trained them up like they do. Right. But they do not share with other men. Wow. That's something that they need to work on or figure out because, yeah, yeah that's it. Whereas women, we can show. work together all day long and support each other and have a great time and, you know, and do all these things. So, like, um, I work with other companies all the time, men and women owned. So, like, I have a partnership with Circadia. I have a partnership with Lightstim. I have a partnership with um, Dermaplane, uh, Image, Eminence, um, Comfort Zone. I have partnerships with all of them. Um, and all the men own companies are like, don't partner with any else, anyone else. I'm like, I'll do what I want. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. It's just a thing. It's just a thing, you know. Something to so, know for sure. Yeah, it's very interesting. Like when you think about little kids, right? I was at Mandalay, no, where was I at? Virgin Hotels in Las Vegas last week. And I watched five little boys come from five different places and start playing together in the pool, right? Mm-hmm. They don't care. Girl, little girls stick to right next to their mom, you know, Yeah. they don't go and just play with other little girls. Right. But somewhere when they grow up, men become very competitive with each other and women become friends with each other. So thank God. You know, it might be survival. It might be like a survival. That's actually good. That's a good one. Like when you think about it, that's such a crazy observation. I never really thought about that because, you know, initially when you get into the industry, you're worried about people are always like, well, somebody else is an esthetician or they do this, they do that. So, you know, I don't know if I can refer you, blah, blah, blah. The way that I look at it is you can refer me and seven other people. Let the people decide. There's yeah. more than enough of us. I, I can literally tell you what I'm doing. Yeah. The difference is it's me. So yeah. if you exactly. want the Chandelier experience, you got to come over to Chandelier to get that. Yeah. Yes. Um, but Laura's great and Sarah's awesome. And you can check out all of those people. And I think maybe, I don't know, somewhere you, you lose that competitive piece because you just want to see your friends do well. Like right. I do. I want I all women own business to win. Right. Well, and here's the other thing too, is if you're talking shit about people, you automatically turn people off. Yeah. There, there's a million reasons why, but you just do. Okay. Cause then they know that that's who you are. If you don't and you just talk about your strengths and you're friendly and you come off friendly, they just automatically gravitate to you. So I'll give you an example. My two, three biggest competitors are for, for Well CBD is Hugh, who owns Cosmetic, um, um, Vital Body, which is a women-owned brand also in California, uh, and Antara, um, who's owned by Zents. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then me, we're the top four and we have very different personalities. Excuse me. We have very different personalities of who we are. And I tell people all the time, all of us work, all of us are clean. You will be good with any of us that we mostly have the same kinds of products, right? Mm 
Mm-hmm. But for instance, like Vital Body has a lot of things that's mostly lavender. And Hue has things that are uh, very medicine-y smelling. And Antara has things that are more herbally smelling. And then I have stuff that smells like lemongrass and tea tree oil. I'm the pretty one. And that's what I always yeah. tell. I'm the pretty one. I'm you the know? pretty one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I said, but we all work equally well. But it comes down to, are you, is this brand a good partner for me? And do I like, does the brand fit the personality of my spa? Yeah. Of my clientele. We're all very similar price points as well. So again, you know, when people say, what's the difference? I'm like, oh, I'll give you nothing technical as an answer because <laughs> all preference after that, you know, just like you were saying, anybody can do, most estheticians can do an enzyme peel, an oxygen mask, a hydrofacial, you know what I mean? Like these are like things that we do, right? Yeah. And not me because I'm not an esthetician, but you, you know? But yes. <laughs> so, and, and as a lay person, as a regular consumer, you don't know the difference in the quality of things, right? So it's just, it comes down to trust, you know, mm-hmm. and, and your final work. And they can only know that if you got to put your hands on them, you know? So, yeah. but I highly, I highly, I highly encourage TikTok and Instagram. I can go on a whole nother tangent about that, but yes. Let's go into that tangent because okay. you're talking about trust. And a lot of times I have people who come to me and they're like, how, Chandelier, how do I build clients? I just yeah. graduated. I need clients. I just yeah. need them. Okay. <laughs> I want everyone to go to TikTok and I want them to go see, um, go and start following Boho Med Spa. Okay? okay. Her name is Holly. She is in the Dallas area. She has a million followers. Okay. She does not pay for any of them. And she does these ASMR kind of facials or whichever, right? But she's silly. She's also very knowledgeable. She has five kids, okay? And um, she has a great staff. And I swear to you, I have never seen someone sell so much retail in my life as far as a day spa, med spa goes. She's a med spa. And she's completely taking over like this entire floor of this office building, this uh, doctor's office building. She keeps buying out her neighbors. It's hilarious. (laughs) She has a million followers and like her, her videos get like 56,000 views. People, she has a waiting list, you know, and just incorporate some of like things that she's doing. Um, because it's really funny. I give a whole thing, a whole class on this. Um, when I, I just went to Aruba, I was sent to Aruba last year, November, to speak to all the heads of Hilton, Marriott, Four Seasons. Fine. Yeah, yeah. So I spoke to them and I was like, get it together. Like, get on TikTok, get on Instagram. You know, like, this is where your new audience is. Um, and so anyway... So the whole thing is, is that that's part of building the trust, right? So when you're trying to get new clients and everything, you know, if they're first, you know, how do you promote yourself? How do you build trust with people that haven't met you yet? You create these videos. And so it's a psych, it's just, 
it's just like when like somebody like like we could talk about like somebody on Instagram or whatever. You're like, oh no, we're best friends, and you've never met the person. We're friends. Like, we're yeah, friends. yeah, we're best. We're besties. <laughs> like, I have a couple of besties that I call my SD bestie or my or my Facebook bestie. You know, because yes. we talk all the time. We have never met in person. I talk to them constantly on social media, right? But it's a, it's also a thing where if you never talk but you watch them all the time, you feel like you know them. Yes. And then they can be like, oh my gosh, I have acne and I'm watching her do this acne facial. Okay, I'm going to call her, you know, mm -hmm. and this is where you promote yourself. And so, you know, it just builds and it builds trust because they get to watch you work, you know? Yeah, that's a hundred percent right on the money. I mean, when you like, just think about it this way. If you had never seen like a place that you were going to go eat out at, you had never right. seen their food ever you would be leery to try right. it. You'd right. be like, I don't know about this. We always look at the eating it. Yeah, <laughs> we always look at the pictures. You do, I, you I, look at I the menu. More than the reviews, you know? It, exactly. Yeah. Yes, you need to, you know, have something out there that shows that you know what you're doing, you're confident in doing it, um, mm -hmm. and what better place. I don't even think about social media anymore as... Um, I guess how people use it on a daily basis. I think of it as like my portfolio. Yes. Um, this is my showcase. Yes. Um, so you kind of get an idea of who I am before, like you said, we ever even speak. Right. You know that I like a dark aesthetic because my yeah. room is black. <laughs> like, I listen, like I'm going to go and get a facial and a nap is what I'm going to get. You know, like that's my vibe when I go see you. And people love that. You know what I mean? I, I get 35 minute facials. I walk in and I'm literally texting as she's doing a facial, but she's that way. And I'm that way. She gives me nothing fancy. I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting those top layer of my skin stripped off and then I'm um, on my way, you know, because I have to do like, right. But then when I go see my, visit my clients and everything, um, then I get to be spoiled because they want me to experience the whole experience with my own products. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my products are the shit. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> so they do you everything, right? So, um, <laughs> But yeah, so it's just, it's just, it, what experience do you need? You know what I mean? Or what are you looking for or what help can you get? You know? So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. So <laughs> do you yeah. offer um, wholesale pricing to estheticians currently? Yes. Yes. So if you go to my website and you click on wholesale, okay. don't click on sign in because that's for consumers, click on wholesale. And then you'll automatically get all the things and you'll see all kinds of products that are not on the regular site um, specifically. Oh. Okay. I have like a little bundle. It's called the SD Bestie and yeah. then a bundle called the Massage Bundle, which was, you know, very, um, very cool name I thought of. And <laughs> yeah, no, that is a great name. <laughs> That's amazing. So. It's going to do something with massage, right? Right. So, but you know, it's so funny because... Um, because like you watch all these things and, and I love analytics. Like I hate math, but I love analytics. And I'm like, oh, oh whenever anybody buys a serum booster, they buy rose water. Like I should bundle this, you know, and give them a discount to encourage it. So yeah, it's, it's just really funny. So, um, so yeah, those are on there. All the pro sizes are on there and all the, okay. all the things, all the things. And, and then I have like little flash sales that I don't tell anybody, anybody else about only the people online um, that I'll have like, 
when I randomly feel like it, but like, it'll be my birthday in August. Um, so I always have a nice. flash sale on my birthday. Yeah. Um, or the company's birthday, you know, but I had a, I had a flash sale on my birthday too. I just woke up that morning. I'm like flash sale. <laughs> I was born. You are all welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, so, but so yeah it's, it's very funny. Where do you see, um, your brand going in the next couple of years? I mean, I feel like this is the perfect time for yeah. well products to like yeah. get some next things going. What do you see happening for you guys? So it's kind of like, you know, anyone in, owns their own business, right? I don't care how big or small the business is. Like it, it is a whole life journey and the business is part of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even tell you this, but I have a, <laughs> I have a second company. Girl. <laughs> By the way, I just got another whole business. So I'm doing a lot of that. <laughs> no, no, wait. No, I got more. I got more for you. You don't even know this about me. So I have another company called Founders Factory. Okay. Isn't that a cool name? I love yeah. that. That's my fun name. Yeah. And it's for founders, for anybody who's, you know, so I'm launching an online university-ish kind of a course next month. And it's going to teach people how to start their own business and launch their own products. Hannah. <laughs> so if you, you haven't are so on the money, babe. What? So if you haven't started following me yet, follow me now because I'll announce it. Um, so it should be launched right after 4th of July weekend while I'm in Nigeria. <laughs> With my fiance. What are y'all doing in Nigeria? I, I need to know. <laughs> so my fiance lives in Nigeria. He's an oh, actor. Yeah, he's an nice. actor. Like full on, like watches movies on Netflix. Like he's hilarious. He's he was actually just listening to me in the and he just hung up, but probably because he was gonna go feed the dogs or something. But because it's nine o'clock at night. Actually, yes, that's exactly what he's doing right now. I know his whole schedule. And so um he, we met on TikTok. Nice. I am like, just obsessed with you. I'm going to tell you something. You will never be bored with me. Okay. I won't. I will not. Like, you need yeah. to be like a regular just on the, this is yeah. updates with Hannah. Yeah, I'll do updates with you from Nigeria in the middle of July. No problem. Um, but yeah, you can see the whole, our whole story is on Instagram and TikTok. Like, and we have our own page on TikTok. It's a whole thing because oh he's gosh. an actor. So he's, he's well known in Nigeria. And then, um, it's just so funny. And then I'm the white girl in Nigeria. So everyone follows us around. Yeah. As you, as they should, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's very funny. I'm going to have to take a video this time. Now that I know what happens, like when we go to the mall, I have to take a video, but like people were wanting to pose with us and like pose with me as women in like the most beautiful gowns or like wanting to pose with me and I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. Like, well, a lot of times like it's because of your skin. Like yeah, they yeah. don't really see. No, they, like, swear I'm gonna break. they swear I'm going to break. Like if he sees, if we're in the car and he sees like a ray of light hitting me, he's like, he puts his arm around me. He's like, babes, how are you doing? I'm I will like, use my melanin to protect you. Like, he just said to me yesterday, he goes, don't forget the bug spray and don't forget the sun, the sunblock. I'm like, I, I got all the cooler. 
They've hooked me up. I'm good to go. Like you should see my trip being sponsored by all the brands because they're so excited for me to go back. So I went in December for a month uh-huh. and then I back for a month in July. And then we get married in December and I'm having the whole Nigerian wedding. Like oh my gosh. so excited. Yeah. And so, um, and when we're working on him coming with immigration and everything, but it's like a whole experience that I'm like down, I'm like down for everything. Like I'm excited. Yes. So, so I'm anyway. excited for you. That's Thank so you. fun. Congratulations, love. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, so sorry. I totally went on a digressed. I just knew that that no, was- No, I love love. Up, so let me- I'm, I'm so pro <laughs> I knew love. that was so left field that would entertain you. So, um, so- That so got with, me. Uh, I know, I, I knew it would, right? So, um, so anyway, so about your question, as like, there's, it, it's such a much more loaded answer than normal because- the, my founder's factory has taken off and that is um, uh, where I go when I speak um, all the place. Like I was talking about Aruba, I, I speak at several places. Um, I also help brands come into the United States, which is a whole nother story. And then I also launch brands for people. And so right now I'm working on four skincare lines that are going to launch by the end of the year that I've built for other people. Okay. And so again, let this be a lesson to you. I'm not an esthetician. Okay. But I know enough. Yeah. I know about launching companies and brands. So I'm launching these brands for a chain of spas for other estheticians, like whichever, um, and they're big lines. And so they'll be launched by either the end of this year or first quarter of next year. And that's what I do. So that's when I was like, you know, of course, everybody asks me questions and everyone thinks it's so much harder than it is, which I'm totally giving all the secrets away now. It's so not, you know, <laughs> and um, it's especially like you just don't know what you don't know. You yeah, know? absolutely. And so there's that. But then there's also but you don't know how easy it is and how we all cheat, honestly, to create our own stuff you know? So uh-huh. I'm going to teach everyone else how to do it because everyone should do their own, like have their own things. So whether it's hair, nails, skin, makeup, like you can take my course and I tell you, this is what kind of testing you need. This is what you should tell the manufacturer. This is how you make sure you're not getting um, ripped off. This is how you time wow. things. Yeah. I teach them everything as if like, this is what I do because I do it all the time, you know? Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, and, I, and yeah, and I talk about the good and the bad. So that's what I'm going to do um, with the course. And then, and, and, you know, people are like, well, why are you making it so cheap? I'm all, Cause I'm not doing the work. Like, I'm just going to tell you, I'm just going to tell you what to do. And and then you let me know. And that's where I get my joy, you know, yes. it's like when someone actually follows through. Oh, hell, I'm, I can't wait. You know, and part of that is the Facebook group where everyone's going to exchange ideas and talk about like what they need help with. And then I go in and I help them. So if they're stuck, I'm there to help them, you know, so I'll do a live. have that network as well that can, you know, provide some resources for them. Right. Right. And if you look, if you watch my uh, TikToks and my uh, Instagrams, I also am very much talking about promoting other women. Um, I went to a a woman, um, where did I go to? Olivia Spot in January, and I interviewed some of my favorite women business owners. And I said, what is it you wish you would have known then? You know? And so there's insight like that, that it's like, oh man, you know, if I would have only known, yes. I could have 
give myself so much time and money and stress and well, all the yeah. I mean, you know, I had um so I went through a cohort just recently with some mentors. Um, mm -hmm. I was trying to get some grant funding. I actually was able to secure funding for my business, so that's really fun. Yay! Congratulations. Um, thank you so much, Lovey. So <laughs> what ended up happening was they had these mentors who came in and I was able in that small amount of time, yeah. like take so many gyms that I could apply to my business. Yes. And I just thought to myself, gosh, I wish there was something like literally yeah. like on the nose of what you were describing that I could just pay to like take. And yeah. that could, I'm not saying skip a lot of the legwork, but if somebody's already done that, but it is. Why am I yeah. doing it? You know, yeah. let me give you, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a major secret that no one tells you. Okay. This is one of the things that I put in my class. All creams are pretty much the same exact base. All skin creams, okay, wow. are pretty Ooh. much the same exact base. And all manufacturers make this base, okay? Now, you might have one that's cleaner than this one, mm -hmm. right? But then they add their peptides and then they add their essential oils and then they add, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like, that's how I was able to launch a brand in six weeks. Cause it's really all the same shit. <laughs> you just add your own stuff to it. You know what I mean? And yeah. then it gets a little bit better. So like, for instance, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to tell you another story. Can I tell you another yes. story? Yes, okay. please. So I launched in August. Then I'm going to iSpa. Do you, anybody knows about iSpa? It's extremely important if you're in the resorts, okay? And it's at that time it was in November. Now it's in May. So I just launched. I I just barely three months. I'm on my way to iSpa and I realize I can't believe I'm telling this story in public. I I realize I'm like I heard there was other CBD companies going to be there, and I'm like, son of a. I'm like, I gotta stand out. I'm like, nobody knows what these people need. Like I know, you know, cause I've been in the business so long. So I was like, I should have done a Christmas set, like stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So I'm driving to Arizona from California. That's seven hours. And I'm mm -hmm. thinking the whole way. And I'm like, I'm just going to make one up. So I get to Arizona and I go to Michael's and Whole Foods, okay? And at Michael's, I go get one of these little gift, white gift boxes, the clear lid. Then I um, go to Whole, uh, and I also get one of those like cookie bags, cellophane cookie bags, okay? Then I fill it, go to Whole Foods. I have to buy like six Himalayan salt salt jars that are expensive, right? Yes but I needed enough and I put it in this bag and then I taped it from the, to the back. Right. And then I also bought like this crushed stuffing for the box and I put one of my creams and this bag of salt on it. Right. That looks so pretty. It was pink. Then I took more salt and I put it in a little bowl and I got lavender essential oil. And I was like two drops. Well, stir. Oh, I think one more drop. Yeah, that's not, that smells good. And I asked my friend, well, does it smell good? She's like, what are you doing? I go, I'm making a new product. Just shush. And she's like, oh, does it smell good? And she's like, yeah, it smells amazing. Oh, amazing. Okay, great. This is done. And I put it in a jar so I could have it out as like a tester at the show. Okay. 
Then I went to FedEx and I printed out a bath soak sticker. Yes. And then, and then um, a, a piece of paper that was big enough that I cut out with scissors that said um, calm, uh, CBD calm holiday set. Okay. <laughs> Taped it over the box like it was like a, you know, sleeve. And I freaking presented it and sold 600 at iSpa. And then I went home and said, okay, well, now shit, now I have to act. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now then I have to make this product. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, amazing. yeah, it ships in two weeks. That Again, is incredible. Like, I'll do the work. You know what I mean? And if you think about what is bath soak, it's freaking salt with some essential oil on it. It's all it is, you know? Yeah. Don't yeah. tell anybody I told you. No, just kidding. And then what's, what's body tell, polish? I won't tell anybody else. Yeah, don't I tell promise. anybody. And then what's body polish? This bath soak with more oil in it. That's yes. it. You yes. now have two products. Like, Guys, take that. <laughs> take that. <laughs> take that, Jim, and there you go. But really what I... I mean, we're laughing and joking, but honestly, like, here's the reality, Hannah, is there's a percentage of people who are going to do it and then there is like a 90 percent that mm -hmm. who just won't right? right they won't do those things that are weird or uncomfortable or you know um outside the box and if you're a business owner or you're i i wouldn't even say business owner i'd say a hustler right yes. like if you are somebody who's like you know what i got what you're looking for yeah i don't yeah. know what it is but i got it when yeah. you're someone like that, it doesn't really matter what you're doing because you're going to do right. well because you give. You're, right. you're willing to be uncomfortable in that change. You know, I and sold work. <laughs> this is so funny that you. T OK, I'll tell you a weird story since I haven't shared a story. Um, yeah. Let me give you a weird story and then we'll kind of. Yeah. So yeah. I used to own a beauty supply store in my city. I tell people all the time my failure in owning a beauty supply store led me to my passion. Right. Blah. We all have learned from failing, right? Yes. Um, and it was a success, so we don't call it a failure. But still, I digress. When I opened my beauty supply store, I wanted people to come buy these products. I was like, you guys need to come in here. Girl, nobody was coming. Mm -hmm. So I started going live on social media. Come see me. Mm -hmm. One day, I, I took some fabric that I got at Walmart, mm -hmm. and I wrapped it around my head, Hannah. Okay. And I was like... I just wrapped it around. I yeah. My hair was kind of messy that day. You know, I looked a mess, whatever. And somebody on the live was like, what are you wearing? Stop it. I was it. like, oh, this. It's one of this, my designs. This is actually one of my unhemmed raw fabric head wraps. Come and see me. When yes. I tell you, I sold those head wraps for $7 each. I went to Walmart. I bought all of their bulk of fabric. I cut yep. it all up. I mean, I cut it, Hannah. Yeah, I'm I with did you. Two yards each, and I sold them. And I just sold them out. Sold them, sold them, sold them, sold them, sold them. I made like seventeen hundred dollars that day selling yeah. Nothing. Yeah. nothing. That's what happens. So, so let me tell you my thought about that. You put yourself out there, and you were open to whatever. You know what I mean? I'm but if you would have never tried to do plan A, you would have never found plan B. Never. Right? Nope. It so that's 
it's one of my biggest tangents and like why I say you don't have to be perfect when you start because things just evolve, right? But if you don't start, nothing evolves. And that's the biggest, like what irritates me the most. And, and literally I fire clients all the time because I'm like, either we're doing this or we're not. You know what I mean? Like I can do it. I can wait for you, but I don't, if I have to wait for you for step one, I don't want to see what happens in step two, step Mm -hmm. step two. You know, when I could be helping someone else who is going to pay me less, but going to do so much more work, you know? And that's so much more fulfilling to me to see that, right? Like, it's like I'm raising a bunch of minions and people just don't know they came from me because it's, (laughs) I signed NDAs. (laughs) Don't tell nobody, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's just one of those things. Like you don't know what's going to happen in your life until you start, you know, and it's just what happens. And so sometimes you fall, sometimes it gets bigger than your wildest dreams. And sometimes it turns into something completely different. So I'll go right back to the original question you asked me, sorry, which was, (laughs) where do I see well? I have no idea. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. The industry is changing so fast. Technology is changing. If you are not on chat GPT, for God's sakes, get on it. Get on it. Like the the most valuable tools I've ever seen in my life right now are chat GPT and Canva. Like you can do anything with those two tools and they're free. And so it's like, if you, so just start in, in, like, I, I just told you like the history of like where I've come from and I've, believe me, I've left out a lot, which is crazy, but there's just so many things that came that I would, and, and I had a girlfriend um, that I ran into that I went to high school with. And she's like, you've always had like the crazy good jobs, you know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, cause I was just crazy, like whatever, like, let's just see what happens, you know? Yeah. And so it, that's, that's what I could tell you. Like, I never consider anything a failure. And and believe me, I'll say, whoa, I screwed that up. You know what I mean? Sometimes you do, but guess what? What's everyone else doing? Nothing. So just whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like how I call me the kingmaker, right? Or the queen maker, but they have no idea that I've actually screwed stuff up is just as much as (laughs) I've launched millionaires. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So but you just learn every time so much more. So, so yeah, so I've got, well, we'll see what happens and see where it's going. CBD is still pretty volatile. So there's a lot of things that I can't do that if I had, pro- if I, if I had a brand that wasn't CBD, I could be doing like, I can't do any social media. You know what I mean? I can just post, I can't like promote it. Nothing. Yeah. You know? wow. So I'm a hands tied behind my back and I love social media. Um, so there's that, but so we're just kind of seeing what happens. I've had some interest from people who want to buy it. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Like, am I ready? Probably not, but <laughs> I see enough money. I'll be like, take it. Yeah, you know? take that. Go. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You know, when I'm ready, I'm ready. And so, and then, um, you know, with founders factory, I'm launching this whole online course and I love it. And then I'm marrying a Nigerian by the end of the year. I mean, I got a lot going on. A lot is happening. Right now. You're going to just show up, Hannah. The rest will just flow. You know what I'm saying? Just show up. Just do the work. Do the work. Yeah. Don't think about what anyone else thinks because I, I'm go, I swear to you, they're not doing anything. So it doesn't matter. You know, I, I'm just, and I'm going to remind you of one more thing. If you need help, 
the people who are really successful and really are the people that you should be asking for advice are going to be so happy to help you. I have never seen someone who has made it that didn't want to help a person who is willing to do the work. Yeah. I've never not seen that person help someone else. Only people who don't know what they're doing and are jealous of other people's success or that you have the guts to do it. Those are the only people that will bring you down, Ooh. man or woman. So just remember that, like, if you need advice, ask for it there. People love helping other people. Once they've got there, they love helping the next generation. Like, like during COVID, I called up Michael and Paul and uh, Michael from Circadia and Paul from Creative Juice. And I was like, Hey guys, remember when this all happened with us in 2008? Like, I'm like, I can't wait to see what happens after this. I go, so much cool shit is going to come from this. That's what happened last time. And they were like, you're sick. I go, no, I swear to God. And look at what's happened. You have ChatGBT. You have Canva. You have TikTok. You have all this new creative stuff because we were locked in the house that we were that people invented and made better and all this mm -hmm. stuff. And now it's like we get to play with all this stuff. Like life is so easy to promote anything and to create it because is. Of tools compared to how it was before COVID. The Girl. stuff didn't exist. Shopify, that's another one. Like Shopify, you'd have to pay $10,000 to build a site that you can build in one hour for like $60 on Shopify. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's crazy. Can exactly. I brag about one more thing? Can I brag about one more thing? I just you realized. You can brag about all the things. Okay, thanks. So <laughs> for well products, um, I am the First of all, I'm woman-owned, obviously, but I am the only CBD company in the United States allowed to export the United States. Girl! Weird. Like, doesn't Talk that not even it. seem true? Yeah. I keep telling my lawyers, I'm like, hey, if this changes, you better tell me I'm going to be a liar out here in the streets. And they're like, no, no, like, you're the only one registered. We'll let you know. We we'll keep an eye on it. I'm like, this is crazy. And the reason why is because when I first started the company, I literally got walked out of two CBD expos or, or, or weed expos, I guess, because they were mad of the way that I created my products because they were too pretty and they smelled too good. They didn't smell hempy or medicinal. So therefore I was making a mockery. Well, what? yeah, that's what you call a male dominated space. But anyway, so I was literally walked out. They were like, we're going to ask you to leave now. I'm like, oh, okay. That's weird. But anyways, that was pre-COVID. Now I'm the only one that's allowed because I was like, I don't care how you do it. I know how I want to do it. So even yeah. when I first made my my products and I called my manufacturers, I was like, listen, I want to make this cream and it's going to be aloe and shea and coconut oil and evening primrose. And it's going to be lemongrass essential oil. And I want it real buttery and I want all these things. And they're like, okay. So after they made it exactly like I wanted it, I'm like, okay, now we're going to add CBD. And they're like, why didn't you tell us that we would have made it for you like this? I'm like, exactly. And that's why we're not doing it because that's how everybody else does it. I want to do it for my clients who are the yeah. spa industry. They're clean, you know, and everything else. Then I found out, and again, I teach this in my online course, that you can test all of your products for 10% of the cost, okay, in Greece. 
which have much higher standards. And then you'll automatically also be approved for Europe. Oh my gosh. Okay. So if you get them tested, like if, like for instance, in my products, when I first wanted to go to Europe, which I just realized I needed, I skipped a step there, but it didn't telling you, but essentially in COVID, I was like, they were giving away free money, this these EIDL loans. And I was like, I'm going to take over the world, you know? So <laughs> I was like, I'm going international, not knowing that no one else was international. I'm just thinking I have, I have, you know, all these uh, people that I can connect with from Revitalash days and aesthetic ambassador days. I have all these leads. I can call people and ask them like, who do you work with? You know? So again, I was, so I was like, I'm going to take this money and go international. And that's what I did. But um, I realized that you could do that. Like you could, like they want to charge me uh, $37,000, $47,000 to test it in the U.S. For, uh -huh. for EU compliant tests. Okay. I sent it to Greece. They charged me 3000 Girl. I'm approved in 49 countries. I'm in nine countries. I'm approved for 49. So if you go to my website and buy it, I'm allowed to ship to you. No one else is. And I thought that's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. Like Mary's Naturals um, or um, let me see, Mary's Naturals or um, Charlotte's Web. Yeah. Forever. They are the ones to aspire to be. I called them. I'm like, hey, I have uh, something I want to ship to my grandma in the UK. They're like, yeah, so we're going to have to ship it to you and you'll have to ship it to your grandma. And I was like, oh my God, you really can't. And it's because I did things my way, you yes, know? Girl, and yes, girl, so, yes. And let that be a lesson. Like, screw everybody else. Just do however you want to do. And then look at what happened. I, I wouldn't set out to be the only one. I realized that on the back end because somebody had told me that. They're like, uh, how come you can... <laughs> It was actually one of my competitors. They're like, uh, we're trying to figure out what you did. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what? Why are you talking to this lady from Australia? You know, she's from Australia, right? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, why are you talking to her? Like, you can't ship to her. I'm like, you can't ship to her. Like, I didn't. I no, honestly, you can't ship to her. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be a jerk. Like, I'm like, what do you mean? I can't ship to her. I'm thinking to myself, did I miss something? Like, oh shoot, is there a rule? And he's like, no, you can't get approved for the, you know, for Australia or for the EU. And da -da. and I'm like, wow. What do you mean I'm approved? He's like, yeah, how did you do that? Been like, good. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go ahead and go. Yeah, so it's crazy. So oh my gosh, Hannah, so you have been just such a fun interview. I feel like it was not an interview. I feel like this was just like a nice Hannah story chat. time. Sorry. Hannah's, yes, <laughs> updates with Hannah is what we're calling. People are going to look at this and be like, we never got the initial one. <laughs> right. Did I even answer your first question? I don't even know. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I think so. No, all questions got answered in okay. some roundabout way. And so that works. Um, but no, you are just like one, I can tell you're just really authentically yourself. And I you. do the best with that because that's who the hell I am. I'm just yeah. very much me. Um, yeah. And so it's always fun when I get people like that because there's no alternative agenda, right? Like you're just right. here naturally to help. Um, yes. I hope if you are an esthetician or someone in the beauty industry listening, um, you found this podcast episode really helpful and you share it with a friend, right? That's all we ask. It's completely free to share. Yeah. Share it with a friend. Um, and Hannah, how can they connect with you again? Say that one more time. Oh, how can they connect with you again? Oh, I'm always on my Instagram or TikTok. It's at Hannah Marie Duncan, just like it says. And um and yeah, TikTok and Instagram. And you can message me and I always answer. Yeah, guys, that's why you have to and do it. 
my product line is at, um, at well products, Inc. Well products, Inc.com, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. There you go, guys. Thank well, you. guys, you don't have to go anywhere. Thank you so much, Hannah, for hanging out with us today. We appreciate it. It's always fun. Can you come back again after you we'll get back whenever you want? Okay, yay! <laughs> so I'll tell you, I'll interview, I'll interview with you in the middle of July and I'll be in a whole like native attire, yes. you know. And then who knows? Maybe I'll start my own Nigerian clothing line. I don't know. I don't know. As we'll you should. As you should, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Guys, we have an entire um playlist over here for Skinizen Studio, so you can binge us and then also head over to my Instagram, aka Shindelay the Esthetician. Oh, girl, that was a mouthful. So you better go head over there because listen, I said it. Um, thank you guys again. We will see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye.